Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about, can a short guy make a girl like him? I am so energized and ready to talk about today's show, and I'm so glad you've joined us. All right, I'd like to find out if you're listening on my mobile app or you're listening in the car or perhaps the radio, shoot me um, a Facebook message and let me know how you are listening today. You can post it on uh, the same name as the show on Facebook, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. That's The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on Facebook. I would love to hear from you and you'll get a first name shout out. All right, so let me know how you're listening today. If you happen, before we get into today's topic, if you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking about the push gift and other unreasonable demands that women make in relationships. Is your woman demanding equality and independence, but her actions affirm her need for constant attention and dependence? Do you think the demand quotient is lopsided in her favor? And are you being made wrong to ask for anything that you want? So you won't want to miss last week's show. You can find it on my mobile app under the archive shows. Um, All you have to do, if you haven't done so already, is download my free mobile app. Same name as the show, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. And you can download it for uh, iPhones as well as Apple products as well as the Android um, phones and products. Okay? And it's free. So you can listen to last week's show or any and all of my on-demand library. In the event that you haven't downloaded the app, you can also listen on TuneIn and SoundCloud. All right, so let's uh, define what we're talking about here. We are talking about short men. Do they have to compensate for height? I would say yes, most of them do have to compensate. It's kind of like a mother nature thing, and we'll get into that in just a second. You know, it's not necessarily a girl's choice that she's just being discriminating against your height. It's far, the issue is far deeper than that. It's a biological issue. So first and foremost, in order to overcome that biological drive that she has, that she wants a tall guy. By the way, what does tall guy mean? She wants to look up to you. She wants to look up to you, not only physically with your height, but she wants to look up to you emotionally, which means on a biological level, can you protect and provide for her? So in the event that there is danger in general, Mother Nature made men bigger, badder, stronger, faster than we to help women and children get out of danger. So if there is a threat, she wants to know that you can deal, that you can handle. So someone who is shorter is also going to have shorter limbs, a shorter reach, shorter legs. So you have got to compensate in that area to let her know you can pull her out of that river once the the canoe capsized or whatever. You know, that you have the, the uh, fortitude to make that happen, both on a physical level and on an emotional level. You can pull literally pull her out of danger. So in the event that you don't cross that, that road, um, it's going to be an issue, and she's not going to be interested in you, no matter what your qualities are. So... If you have a, sh- have a height issue, make sure you address this. If you cannot, then you better hit the gym, you better hit a trainer, you better do things that improve your strength and your ability in this regard. You might also take uh, one of those Bear Gryllis types of um, uh, classes, like a wilderness class or survival class, right? you know, Boy Scout training, whatever it is, take some of those classes so you will know what to do when there is danger. And again, do you have to work harder than your taller friends? Yes, you do. But if you want to get the girls, 
on a psychological level, on a biological level, that's what you've got to come across to her as you are fine in this area, that you can protect her when she is in danger. So what is short man syndrome? Well, it's a condition in which a person has to deal with a feeling. You know, they, they're they probably maybe ridiculed in, in grade school or junior high school, and, you know, they probably got emotionally beat up for being short or being odd man out in a certain area. And it comes from feeling inadequate over the lack of height, or it could even be over a perceived lack of height. So this is particularly common in men who gain a lot of confidence and status from the physicality of things and who often gain pleasure from being able to feel physically imposing. I often hear guys who are tall and tall and or big uh, say, you know, if somebody is messing with my woman or messing with me, all I have to do is get into the person's face and, you know, the opposite guy can take a look at those muscles or the reach of the arm or whatever and know to back off that this guy is not to be reckoned with because, if I mess with him anymore, he's going to clock me and I'm going to get hurt. So the short guy may not have that inherently. So you've got to create that feeling um, by additional means, like I just mentioned. In fact, there is a psychological term for this, and it's called Napoleon complex. So as you can well imagine, Napoleon was short and that didn't stop him from being a tyrant. I'm not asking you to be a tyrant, but, you know, there are a lot of short men in history who have compensated for their lack of height in, ter- in other terms, whether it be, um, you know, in this case in history, it could be in the boardroom, it could be he's throwing his quote-unquote weight around in other ways, Um, you know, they're compensating, okay? So what are some of the symptoms of the short man complex? Well, the stereotype is that the smaller male with a short man syndrome would be aggressive, likely to shout and talk loudly and seek attention and, and be eager to prove themselves. But many people compare the typical short man complex to that of a smaller dog, which many note are even noisier and more aggressive than the larger, more docile dogs. So the personality traits have also been linked to the Napoleon syndrome. For instance, uh, the risk of taking behavior and jealousy, you know, to the extreme. So, you know, When does this come into play? What exactly, at what height, what height is acceptable to a woman? What height is maybe marginal to a woman? And what height is definitely, she's just going to throw that fish back in the the water because you're too short. So we're going to catch up more on this topic right when we get back from the break. You're welcome to call our show at 951 922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. Today, we are talking about short men. Can a short guy make a girl like him? We're going to find out. We'll catch you right back after the break. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. 
You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women 2. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with The Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross. On KMET, 1490 AM, Smart Talk. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about... Can a short guy make a girl like him? Hmm, we're going to find out. Call us at 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. We were talking about Napoleon, and historians have calculated his height to be around 5 foot 6 which was actually average for the time period. And they're saying that, you know, his protectors and his assistants who were around him were actually above average height. So that's what made him look like he was so much shorter than everybody else. But I guess it was more of a situation of uh, those who surrounded him were so much taller. But anyway, um, You know, it created this brutal tyrant of a man. Now, do you have to be a brutal tyrant to get your point across? No, you do not. So the main thing that you need to come up with or to overcome is to focus on building your confidence. In fact, usually guys who are too loud, too boisterous, too tyrannical means that they're compensating in that area too that they have a something to solve or prove and that's not a good thing either so you want to come from a place of quiet confidence like you have it you know you have it you're not letting your height be an issue and you don't have to be loud and boisterous to get your point across that's that's the place that I want you to come from so there are a lot of short men who do come from this place, and they know they have it. Uh, Kevin Hart, who is a comedian, he is the only comedian that fills up football stadium after football stadium of attendees to his sold-out shows. In other words, other comedians are worried about filling up the room which might be, you know, most comedy clubs hold maybe like two, three, four, five hundred seats in the comedy club, right? So they're worried about that. Where meanwhile, Kevin Hart is filling up a stadium of 90,000 people. So once you do that bit of overkill, it doesn't matter what your height is at that point because you have so much inner confidence that, you know, you have it and you're done. So it doesn't matter who you're talking to, man or woman, who you're trying to win over, because if everybody else is worried about filling up 500 and you're bringing 90,000, you've blown everybody out of the water. Okay, so that's one example. Another example is Tom Cruise. Yep, he's about 5'7", and he's made millions upon millions of dollars in his movies and again once you fly legit on the outside of the plane um, in one of the MI movies um, you know once you can pull off your own stunts like that hey how many people can do all that let alone a stuntman hello this is a listing listed actor doing his own stunts 
hanging, you know, 30,000 feet off the ground on the outside of a plane, for goodness sake. Um, once you do that, you've blown everybody out of the water. Again, you don't even care about your height because you're charismatic and powerful in other ways. All right. Bruno Mars is another one, too. So he has he was the top seller of albums in uh, last year in 2017. Right. Hit after hit after hit. So anyone would die to get a number one hit. But. I think he had several number one hits last year. And for that reason, he's also a shorty. I think he's like five, six or something. Um, once again, it doesn't matter. You have that many hit records and pretty much you can walk into any room at any time and do whatever. How about Ryan Seacrest, who also clocks in about um, five, seven, five, eight. He has so many production companies. Not only does he have so many production companies, but so many are number one in their markets, in their demographics that, you know, uh, once again, he doesn't care. He's rolling in the dough. He's a very hard worker. But between his TV show, his radio show, um, American Idol, you know, those are the shows that he's he works for other people, let alone all of his personal production uh, companies. He just it's just not <laughs> the height is no longer relevant because he is compensating in other ways. Does he have to yell and scream to get your attention? No, he does not. All right. So you, too, can take these examples and not be deterred by the lack of height. I had a, a client once who was also 5'7". Um, he had graduated college and he had a very good degree and he was off to a very bright start in his uh, future and he just could not get over the height issue. Primarily, I think it was because he just didn't know how to talk to girls. You know, I mean, he felt insecure with that. He was even thinking at one point to go to Japan. They have this surgery that they can add bone length to your legs. I think it was um, to the, the bone that's below uh, between your kneecap and your ankle there. And, uh, you know, it was going to the surgery was going to cost an awful lot of money and cause an awful lot of pain. And who knows, you know, it might not even have a good result other than height. In other words, it might have created further health problems down the line and he seriously was considering doing this and I told him don't do it it's a passing phase I mean as we're growing up we all have insecurities about this body part or that body part and you know it's our job to get past it to figure out what we need to do to be you know comfortable in our own skins to where these issues don't bother us anymore and I think a lot of that has to do with building confidence so if you're not sure on how to build confidence that's what you need my book for so you can find my book Mastering Women on Amazon it's there in the ebook download it in 90 seconds and also in paperback they will ship it to you go to Amazon Mastering Women the real truth about women that will change your life forever. Most of the book does talk about how to build confidence. So that's the area that you want to um, specialize in, get good at, and sooner or later, the angst that you have with a deficiency, whether it be height or maybe it's baldness, or maybe, you know, you're not articulate, or you're afraid of a crowd, or speaking in public, or like whatever it is, it seems like all of those issues um, can be cured by boosting up your confidence, because it makes the thing that you're obsessing about almost irrelevant to where you know, that's not the main thing in life. The main thing is for you to go out in the world and be yourself and be comfortable in your own skin. So 
if you're not doing that, there's a reason why. And the universe is just going to give you, you know, those same issues to make you crazy again and again and again every single day until you decide that you want to eliminate that thought process from your hand from your head. You want to eliminate those negative thoughts and focus on what you do bring to the table and what you are good at. So what are the numbers? What, what numbers are acceptable to most women? And I would say that would be between 5'10 and 6'2. By the way, if you're too tall, that might not be acceptable either. If you're like over 6'3", It also might be a deterrent because you're just too tall, okay? Unless she is 5'9 or over, over 5'8 or over, she's not going to want somebody who's over 6'3. So both of you have have it a little bad in that way, all right? Okay, so what about the 5'8s and the 5'9s? Well, these heights might be acceptable providing he has traits to make up for the lack of height. Now, what happens if you're 5'7"? Well, in many cases, you're going to be in trouble. So you have to bring some serious compensation skills to get her attention. So, like I said, you have to get the message across that you can protect and provide for her in an emergency. So, you know, in the event that you don't have those skills... You need to learn what they are. You know, you need to get strong in that area. Otherwise, she's just not going to have it. So let's look at a common couple of common misconceptions. Okay. You know, some might say, well, you know, just go for a woman who's shorter than you. Well, unless she is 5'1 or shorter, that's not going to work. So most women want the guy to be about a head taller than she is. And, you know, she wants to show off. She wants to wear her heels and she still wants you to be taller than she is. Right. She wants to physically look up to you. So I don't think that that methodology is going to work unless she's really short, like five one or shorter. Now, some other people might say, Quote, height is one of the least important issues a woman could have with you. Hmm. Uh, That's not true either. I know a lot of people, male and female, would argue with me on this one. But again, it's about the protect and provide. Somehow, a guy who is short is seen as weak. So you've got to correct that perception that you're weak. So if you're not weak... You have to let that shine through. And if you really are weak, you got to change that. I mean, the part about the height you can't change, but if you're perceived as being weak and snivelly and you're going to run under the clothes rack if there's an earthquake or something, you know, that's not going to work. You've got to have a plan here. You've got to be able to um, pull that out in a crucial situation in an emergency situation. So work on whether you're perceived as being weak or not, because that part you definitely can change. Why else does a woman not want a shorter guy? Well, you know, it's what I call the wobble factor. When you walk down the street She, you know, if you're too similar in height, you're going to wobble. You know, there is a certain stride that when you walk hand in hand, it just kind of flows nicely. You know, the strides are nice. The hand movements, hand and arm movements are, you know, in sync. And there's no wobble. So if there is a wobble, you have to be attuned to be on the same page with her when you hold hands and walk down the street. I know it sounds ridiculous, but um, that wobble factor for a girl is very annoying. So you've either got to slow your gait down or speed your gait up or do something to make it appear like you're walking in sync with each other. All right. Now, I was telling you earlier that she likes to look 
up to you physically and emotionally. Well, what does looking up to you emotionally mean? Well, to a woman, it means respect. So if there's some element about you that she doesn't respect you, instead of labeling it on your height, you should be looking at your character and your demeanor and your personality traits. Is there some aspect of how you present yourself to the world that's making her not respect you? So that is an element that you can work on that has nothing to do with height. Well, it might go hand in hand with the height issue because it might go hand in hand with how you feel about yourself. So you're projecting that I don't deserve respect factor onto the onlooker. So that might be an area to look to. All right. Some others might say, well, you know, if she's too concerned with height, she's probably a shallow person. No, I'm here to tell you it has nothing to do with being a shallow person. It's a biological directive. It's a biological motive to seek out someone that can pull you out of danger because there are limits to what a woman can and cannot do physically. So it is not her just being a shallow person. It is, you know, rooted in biology as to why she is subconsciously picking, picking on someone like that. So in summary, try to pull attention to your positives and try not to direct attention to your drawbacks. Um, I'm not saying to minimize or hide them, but just don't go out of your way to point them out. Um, and then try not to quote unquote fix them if something is unfixable like height or your skin color or your bone structure or whether you're bald or not. I mean, you just really can't fix those things. I mean, you can, but you know, in many cases it would cost you physical hardship or monetary hardship to do them. And it might not be in your best health interest to fix those things. So why even go there? And then don't do cosmetic things like wear a lift or do other things to make yourself appear taller. I mean, I guess there are guys who like the cowboy boots because, you know, it adds an inch, but you know, what are you going to do? You're not going to wear cowboy boots to bed, you know, unlike the song says, but, um, you know, I mean, come on, if you're going out of your way to wear, um, a toupee or doing the comb over, you know, it's pretty obvious that you're bald. So you might as well just embrace the baldness rather and rather than using these extra measures that you're trying to look like you're dealing with these issues as a five-year-old rather than as an adult. All right. So if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about shortness. Can a short guy make a girl like him? That's what we're talking about. So you can call us at 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. And we'll catch you right back after the break to talk more about this subject. You've had a long day. You just want to escape the world, and you know just the place to do it. Round up your mates and head over to Henson Brewing Company, Burbank's premier craft brewery. Quality, complexity, and always easy to drink. We're open now. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Untapped. Henson Brewing Company, Burbank, California. Come as you are. Hi guys, you've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. 
Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Now back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM. Where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about can a short guy make a girl like him? Oh, yeah. So if you want to hop on board with this topic, you can do so. Um, call us at 951-922-3532. That number again is 951-922-3532. So short men, um, are they really more aggressive? Well, they might be, but not in the way that you think. So once upon a time, a rangy military commander told the Napoleon Bonaparte that he was uncomfortable about being taller than his leader. And Napoleon's response was, you may be taller, but I am greater. <laughs> um, so... Let's take a look through history, and it seems like some other historical dictators were also on the short, short side. Stalin was a mere five foot five inches tall. Franco was five foot four. Hitler was five foot eight. So, you know, is the Napoleon complex real? Do shorter men compensate for their lack of height with aggressiveness and selfish behavior? Well, there's new research out there that shows that that um, it might be so in quite a subtle way. So a new study, which is published by the Association for Psychological Science, suggests that while they aren't more likely to be physically aggressive face-to-face, -face, small men are more likely to be indirectly aggressive when in competition for resources with taller men. As resources Researchers noted in their paper, previous research has shown that tall men do seem to have an advantage in life. Tall men are generally healthier, oh, yep, and better educated and have a higher social standing at work and are more likely to hold positions of power and are generally seen as more attractive. It's fair enough that short men might be feeling a little inadequate. So to conduct their study, the researchers used a series of games. First, they conducted a pilot study using both men and women. The participants filled, uh, filled out a questionnaire about whether they ever felt small, and then they mingled with one another to get a sense of each other's heights. Then they played the dictator game. This involved sitting in an isolated cubicle and be being given eight coins in an envelope and they were told told that they could take as many coins out as they liked and any left behind would be given to the other participants they found that when men felt small they took more co coins but the same effect was not found for women so the next 21 pairs of men play the dictator game against each other they were introduced before the game and they were told uh, each other's appoint, uh, opponents. They were given chips representing 
10 cent coins and they could decide how many they kept for themselves. So then they were asked to play the ultimatum game, which was similar to the dictator game, except that the players could see how much money their opponent had allocated to them and to either accept or reject the offer. Now, the rejection led to neither participant receiving the money. So the researchers found that short men were more likely to keep more money if their opponent was taller only in the dictator game. So the shortest men kept an average of 14 out of the 18 coins for themselves, but the tallest men only kept nine. However, the smaller men weren't greedier in the ultimatum game, nor were they aggressive in another game that involved spiking their opponent's drink with hot chili sauce. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so therefore, the researchers concluded that short men are more likely to alter their behavior to secure resources when they feel physically less competitive, but only when there are no repercussions. So the essence of this, short guys might not might not be more aggressive to your face, but they might try and sneakily get ahead if they're feeling a bit small. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, it seems like, uh, you know, short guys are having more planning than, than some of the other guys. So they think things through, you know, not just on the task at at hand, but, um, you know, they're going behind the scenes to get more out of the, get more advantage out of this. All right, let's see what else is happening here. So, what other ways um, should short men compensate? Now, if you just try to build muscle, um, you're still going to look short. You're just going to be short with muscle. So is that going to be enough um, to pull you through? So I think, I think uh, there are people in certain parts of the world, maybe in South and East Asia, you know, some might say, well, people should avoid getting too much sun because, you know, it's going to, it's going to be careful, you know, because you're going to be judged for what color you are as well. So maybe, I don't know, maybe those people who are in that survey are short and getting too much sun, you know, they might have double trouble to deal with, uh, with regard to pulling out of that stereotype. All right, so if you have just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about can short can a short guy make a girl like him? Call in on this topic, 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. We'll catch you more right back after the break. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. 
You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Darn! Maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show, but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You currently have joined the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about short guys. Yes. Can a short guy make a girl like him? That's what we're talking about. But before we jump back into today's topic, um, if you like the show, please show your love. You can do so in many ways. You can listen, call, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, Start with my Amazon link, download my app, buy my book on Amazon. Again, the name of the book is Mastering Women. So, yeah, you can make that happen. These are all ways to show your appreciation and love for the show. All right, so let's jump back into today's uh, topic. We're talking about how guys can overcome their height uh, when they seem like it's the height is a disadvantage. Okay, we're going to tell you a little story about Robbie, okay? And he he thinks that most women that are 5'8 and above, most women that are 5'8 and above, really want to date tall guys so they can feel small in their arms. So tall girls have issues already with being big, but when she comes across a guy who is 6'5", 240 pounds, it makes them feel relatively small, which a girl likes. So Robbie is not a small guy, but he's had uh, unique experiences and he seems to attract tall athletic girls who already are tall. Uh, These girls are 5'8 to 5'11. So Robbie says that he is 5'11". And kind of on the slight side, he's 170 pounds. So he claims that, according to these girls, that he is by far the shortest or smallest guy that any of the girlfriends have ever dated. And they always went very far out of their way to let him know this. So he uh, he reports that a girl who was engaged uh, to a professional baseball player who was six foot five so um anyway these girls go out of their way to you know give him this compliment as to why they're attracted to him and he's gonna uh we're gonna go into why you know his height is not an issue with these tall girls so another girl another ex-girlfriend reported that that before she was dating Robbie, she was dating a minor league hockey player, and this dude was the Incredible Hulk. Um, A third ex-girlfriend dated a guy on a college football team, and he was 6'6", 230 pounds, with 8% body fat. Um, On and on. So anyway, Robbie goes on to report that his current girl is the shortest girl that Robbie has dated in 13 years. Um, Surely she should have appreciated how uh, tall or short I am because she was just a mere five foot six. Nope. Her ex was also six foot eight and played pro tennis. And the ex before that was a six foot three model. So... If you 
he Robbie wants to tell you guys who are listening that if you are in a, if you think you are in a different boat than he is, you're wrong. So Robbie doesn't want to date girls who are five zero to five five. He says he's just not attracted to them. So that leaves him with a um, a subset of girls who are five six to six zero. Right, because that's what he likes. Well, by and large, the girls who are five eleven and six zero aren't going to be into him. So that leaves that narrows the field down a little bit more. Um, to be precise, four inches worth of girls to pull from. So remember that the girls who are five nine and five ten, they want guys who are six foot two and over. So. Robbie wants to tell you how he combated this, and he claims that it's personality. He says that he's charismatic and he's confident. See, I told you that confidence comes into place. And you know what? It's hard to be charismatic unless you're confident. So I feel that the charisma is part and parcel of the confidence gene. Okay, so you got to have that first. Once you have the confidence, then, you know, it's very easy to go into the charismatic area. So he claims that every single girl he has ever dated at one point or another has said the following line. I feel so safe with you. You see, I said that to you um, a few minutes ago. You have to physically and emotionally make her feel safe. So that's a very important feature. It's a feature that if you don't already possess this quality, you absolutely can work on that feature. So anyone who knows uh, Robbie knows that he has very clear boundaries. Now, what does clear boundaries mean? That also is a reflection of the person's confidence. Because if you had wishy-washy boundaries, it means that you're letting the other person be more important than you are. And you're letting the other person's wishes and wants supersede what your bottom line wishes and wants are, what your boundaries are. And like I talk about in my book, Mastering Women, you have to establish what I call a line in the sand. You're going to be low key and chill 95% of the time. But if the woman or it could be anyone for that matter, it could be a roommate, it could be a business coworker, it could be a boss, could be anyone. If somebody crosses the line of whatever your boundaries are, you have to have a, a way to deal with that. If you disregard that, you're actually disrespecting yourself. And that comes across. So um, in this case, these women don't want that. Any woman wouldn't want that, right? And you're not doing yourself any favor. So if it is a business situation where someone has crossed the line, you have to do it in a way, um, if it's a boss, for example, you have to do it in a way that you don't get fired. Or if it's a sales client, you have to do it in a way that you're still going to get the business, but um, you know, you're not losing the sale, but you still need to get your point across as to what that boundary is. Um, so anyway, getting back to the girls that he's reporting about, that Robbie is reporting about, is that Robbie lets the other person know that the second they cross that line, you know, I'm going to do something about it. So the girls report back that the girls feel like um, Robbie is strong and they feel protected when he says stuff like that. So, again, that's what I mentioned a few minutes ago. So you're getting it right from the horse's mouth, right from a guy who has the same issue as you guys do. But here's how he handles uh, what's coming in front of him. Um, so when we add in some interesting stories, some mentor game, charisma, appeared to be a hot commodity, and suddenly the height thing vanishes. So again, all of these things, it's hard to be interesting unless you're confident, or at least confident in a 
in the story that you're telling, right? Um, you know, trying to be a mentor, um, you know, that's a good tactic to do because once again, you're giving her an opportunity to look up to you. So I like that one as well. Um, charisma, again, I said, you know, it's hard to have charisma unless you have confidence. And if you think you're a hot commodity, others will think you're a hot commodity. Again, that also speaks to the confidence level. So the more, the more confident you are in these areas, the more the height uh, issue is just going to, you know, vanish away. So basically, you don't want other people to necessarily see your height. You want them to see your other um, positive attributes. So um, here's what another friend of Robbie's had to say. He says, I'm just over 5'7", and I just look even shorter because I'm always hanging out with taller guys. Uh, attitude is everything, but that does not mean you have to be a Napoleon. So I said that earlier. Um, a, sh a lot of shorter guys have guy friends who are much taller. Again, that might be a form of compensation as well. Um, and it just only makes it even clearer that you are not confident. So stop, stop doing that. If you're only doing it to appear more confident, that's, that's not going to work. So women know when they feel safe and they know when you are confident and they know when you will protect them. And if you don't bring these to the table, you know, you're going to get rejected because of those reasons and not necessarily because of your height. Okay. All right. So if you've just joined us, um, you're listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. You can listen right here each and every Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Men's Advocate Show. Bye for now, and we'll catch you next week on the Men's Advocate Show.